good, the bad, the ugly. Welcome to Sustain Nutrition's podcast, Chewing the Fat, where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James. Sustain Chewing the Fat Episode. 63. Oh, oh, oh. Joe mm-hmm. Fenton, mm-hmm. is it your birthday? No. Fenton, 63. Fenton's three, maybe. Um, Joe, what are we talking about? Coaches getting coaching. No. No? Try again. Your hairy cooch? No. <laughs> that's, that's an off podcast. That's an off air discussion. I don't know. Why we are running capitals. Have a coach. Ah. Joe, but we're coaches. Yes. Why have we got a coach? Ah, I'll give you a little history. <laughs> we've decided to invest a sizable amount. More money than we've got. Five and a half. I think I'm all right to say that. Are you going to tell them? I am. Five and a half thousand pounds were invested in coaching. What do you know about that? That's why we had to fire the office cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're selling Fenton sperm. <laughs> Anyone want to buy some? Um... Yes, so we've decided to take the plunge after four years um, and invest in kind of our own coach, our own mentor, business mentor, uh, who's quite a big name, I'd say. How many mentors have we had? Uh, well, it depends if you count Eastpark. Uh That's a bit of a loose one. We've had two, yeah. we've, we've, had two we've paid for before this. Yes. This is our, thir- our third in four years. But this one is more kind of specific to the business that we're in. Uh, and I just thought, you know, obviously we encourage people to be coached. We obviously sell coaching ourselves. You spend your money on it. Yeah. So you know, we want to show what kind of <laughs> what kind of coaches would we be if we didn't value, you know, kind of coaching ourselves. So yeah, we're just going to talk about kind of what we've invested in, why we've invested in it. Um, yeah, that's about it, right? It's going to be a bit of a, it's a, bit of a different podcast today. It's it's a a, yeah, kind of a bit of a, a, bit of a more of a kind of um, a discussion on kind of our thoughts in business, you know, kind of why we're doing stuff as opposed to giving you top tips on health and nutrition books and watch webinars and stuff like that. But until you kind of put a bit of skin in the game, you want to return on that investment. And obviously, it's quite a big investment. Should I do a bit of a, a, a CV of the guy that we're working no. with? No. Yeah, can't no. for it. So, the guy's called Mark Coles. So, he, a lot of people in the fitness industry will have heard of him. Uh, so, most of you won't have done. So, he runs a gym down in Nottingham called M10. Owns it. He's been a PT 17 years, he say, 19 years. Something Give like or take 20 years, an awful long time. Um, and his, I remember looking at a course of his a while ago, and his like CV of the things he's invested in was unbelievable. You know, he had so many courses, like tens of thousands of pounds. So I knew he was a really good trainer. You know, you don't kind of do that many courses, have that much investment and not be really good. Just by proxy, the fact the man had invested so much into it was was a good sign. And then one of our friends who works at this gym, so reached out to him and said, what do you make of the guy? We're looking to work with him as a mentor. He said, he's brilliant from a business perspective. 
He's absolutely excellent. Because we had a couple of people in mind. Yeah, it was another one we were looking at working with who was cheaper. And I think that he wasn't a household name. He had a good review as well. But we felt that if we were going to invest, then we might as well go the whole hog, really, wasn't it? Yes. And we might as well, you know, if we had the money, which we just about do, you know, it, it really is kind of the upper limits of what we could possibly stretch to. Um, it's an investment. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, it was the thought of, we're going to have another year like last year if we do the same things. And that's cool. But it's not where I want to be, not where James wants to be. It's not where we want the business to be in kind of 12 months time. You know, we've had, we alluded to the different mentors we'd had. So when we first started out and sustained, started doing quite well. About a year in, we got our first mentor. Mm -hmm. So after one year, we got one mentor. And he looked mostly at kind of customer journey. So he kind of said, the process your customers go through at the moment is crap. These are all the different things you could do. And he kind of helped with a lot of the different sides of the business, I think, when we kind of were working with more staff and we just didn't really have the systems in place that no. we have now. So he was very good from a general business perspective, but not very good for a fitness business perspective. Yeah, his background is just in customer journey. Customer it's, experience, yeah. you'd call it, wouldn't you? Um, Nothing to do with fitness or health or and nutrition. We, we kind of worked with a few different marketing companies, didn't we? Um, yeah. uh, who, none of whom really ever kind of hit the nail on the head. So because we were after something quite niche, you know, we weren't looking for just how to set up Facebook ads, we we're looking for how to set up fitness Facebook ads or fat loss, female fat loss Facebook ads. You know, it's very, very niche. There's not companies around this. So then we, well, James invested or bought into, I guess, we invested, you bought into it the most, didn't you? With a guy called Paul Mort, who specialised in email marketing, which- Hence all the daily emails. Hence the daily emails, <laughs> yeah. So, and that worked really well. And that, but we kind of, once we'd exhausted that, and the business, you know, hasn't been growing exponentially, then we've just been doing kind of similar things and not getting more and more progress. You know, we've had some successes, we've had lots of failures, lots of things that haven't worked, and some things that have worked. So it's just one of those that we now need to go to the next level. And this is it, isn't it? Is it? We've found someone who we believe and we trust is going to make a difference and quite frankly if he doesn't then we'll find someone else you know if this money is com like completely wasted which we'll we'll do our part to make sure it's not then we'll find someone else until kind of the job gets done yes no so the, the kind of the the point is we've got to a, a certain point in the business in our well yeah in the business um that it's kind of it's comfortable you know we've had some fantastic results i'm talking business-wise not transformations but we've got to a point where we don't really know kind of any better or what else to do or how to get to where we want to get. We're kind of look at the puzzle, aren't we? We don't know which, we look at the chessboard, we don't know where to go next. Yeah, and that's kind of like a skill set uh, issue and uh, knowledge issue. So that's why we've thought, you know, sought out somebody who knows more than us and invested in that because that's the point, you know, and, you know, obviously to tie this in with you know, kind of our clients, you'll get to a certain point, you'll have a, a certain level of knowledge about nutrition or fat loss or training. But if you're stuck or you're not happy with what the results that you get right now, then that's when you need to seek out someone who knows more than you, someone who does this for a living, someone who's kind of walked that walk and talked that talk and studied it uh, and is kind of an authority in it. It's kind of looking at, looking at your Achilles heel, you know, it's related to coaching. We always say to people, don't look at the minor details, don't look at the honey in your cough syrup, look at where it is that's taking you off plan. And for us, it's not really an, an effort 
situation is a lot of our clients, the issue is they know what to do, they have the, they have the skills, but they don't have the consistency with those skills. So then you need to look for something to help you with the consistency, which quick sales pitch is probably gonna be for a lot of people, accountability. You know, I've got a couple of clients who've come back recently who got brilliant results. In fact, their testimonials are written on my wall because I really liked them. And they've come back and said, you know, I'm not, I've gone off plan, I've done this, I've done that. There's 101 different excuses. And I just said to one of them today, in my opinion, it's just because you need to be accountable. For you as an individual, what makes you work better is being accountable. And when you're left to your own devices, you struggle a bit more. That doesn't mean that she can't ever do it on her own and she needs to pay me for the rest of either mine or her life. But at this moment in time, she does because she's slipping and she's sliding going backwards. We know that this works. And then when she's accountable, we can kind of uncover those root issues. Whereas for me and you with Sustain, especially for you with doing, you know, you're much better at this than I am with the posts and the, the content and the emails and everything else, we do consistently and mm. we do relatively well. So it's not a case of not applying the principle, it's the principle itself. Like we need someone else to look in and say, well, you're doing this wrong, or maybe you could try it from this angle, or this particular thing you're doing, you need to do more of this and less of this. There's something that we're missing that me and you do not know. And maybe when they say it, we'll go, oh, we've heard that before, but we didn't think it was that yeah. important. Or I've never heard that before, let's give it a go. It's just the kind of the cost correction, and again, you know, to tie it in with, you know, people listening, is we'll get people to come to us who've been trying and trying and trying, but they've just been putting the effort in slightly the wrong place or in the slightly wrong direction or, you know, kind of, so the enthusiasm's there and the effort is there. It's just, like Joe said, people concentrate on the wrong things, like, you know, how much couscous they have and something like that, as opposed to addressing the major issues, which will be like the weekends or kind of, you know, snacking when they're getting from work and stuff like that. So it could be the same thing. So you like Joe said, you know, very consistent. I'll put a post on Instagram, I'll put a post on Facebook, I'll do it a daily email every single day. But if they're in slightly the wrong direction, you know, or if we can be suggested, well, actually, you're better off kind of building more brand awareness by doing this, this, and this, then that's kind of the return on investment that we're looking for. And I think for, I don't know if I class you as stubborn, I'm definitely stubborn. I think where we are... I'm stubborn, but I'm very open to criticism. I think we both are. This is, my, this is, this is the point I'm going to go into. Yeah. Hey, no, why'd you do this to me? <laughs> um, and that's why I think that we... I don't know if it makes us better coaches, but it definitely makes us better coaching clients, is that when we've had mentors in the past and me and James have disagreed about something, we've pitched it to the mentor and the mentor said, do this, is it straight away like, tools down, that's what we do. And, yeah. and that's maybe one of my bigger frustrations as a coach is when people say, well, I'm doing this and I should get results. And I say, well, my opinion is, and my experience is, <coughs> and looking at what's in front of me, it work it's right. not working. So maybe you should try something different. And people go, well, no, and you go, okay that's cool but you're paying for my advice i've got more experience than you maybe you should try it and i think that's where we are particularly good is that i'm very comfortable with kind of mark mr coles saying you're doing this wrong you need to do this and i'll go yes boss you know yeah. absolutely because we're paying a lot of money so why so there's no benefit to you know if it's something i truly believe in then i'll question it and i'll make sure it's something that i believe in but ultimately we're paying for his advice so i'm going to follow it yeah, I think, you know, one of my favorite sayings from coaching is like coaching should be a dance and not a wrestle. And sometimes with clients, it becomes a wrestle because you'd be trying to advise them and they're like, no, no, that's wrong. I should do this. Like Joe said, I should be getting this result. I should be able to do this and do that and do that. It's like, just doesn't work like that. And I think something from the get go from us, when we did Entrepreneurial Spark, which is like a 
What would you call Which it? Which bank was it run by? I think it was NatWest, I think. It was NatWest. It was basically, uh, NatWest ran a scheme to help entrepreneurs in different cities. They paid for office space and they had, like, what do they call them? eSpark people, I don't know. Probably closed down now, it was that long ago. And then you go in and you can work from there. They give you workshops and stuff. They basically help new businesses to take off. But we did a Piranha Pit, which was the worst name for anything. We put it off for about five yeah, months. Because no one wants to go to Piranha Pit, <laughs> which is basically you have three mentors that kind of pull apart your business, don't you? You go in, you pitch your business, you explain it, and then they'll kind of basically pull it apart. Yeah. And we had two, was it a, a marketing guy? Our mentor, who yeah. became our mentor, and then someone else, a small guy, bad teeth. The one who actually said to our mentor, they'll never work for you. Yeah, so basically, the guy that we ended up working with absolutely shredded our pictures, our Every website, basically everything, just said, this doesn't make sense, this is not, you know, who you're speaking to. This isn't clear. That Blah, blah. And we absolutely loved it. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's something that we took on from then on moving forward, like, so... If we do a website or we do a video or we do a post, you know, you, you show that to your family, you don't go, look how good, tell me how good this is. I want to say, tell me how I can do this better. Tell me what's wrong with this. Yeah. Because it's so easy to get caught up in people going, your website looks great, your Facebook page looks great. It's like, no, 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 that's cool. Now tell me what's wrong with it. You know, tell me how I can do better. And that's something I think we've kind of took on for the last four years. And that's yeah. why we took on a mentor yeah because... so just, just to finish off that story because one of the other guys said so I think one of the benefits of being a mentor is you can pick up clients to work with so one of the guys actually turned to our mentor and said after he after he, after he, after he, after he, he just said they'll never work with you and then a week later we messaged him and said oh maybe it wasn't a week later maybe it was, in, it was when the business started doing really well we messaged him I think he helped us for free for a bit he did, yeah, yeah. did a few little bits and then when the business kind of took off we reached out and he actually ended up saying to the guy you know what they're working with, you know, they're paying for my services now because, because just of how- really, Yeah, we really appreciated his honesty. And it, you know, it's, you don't benefit anything from, if we'd have gone that Prana pit and everyone were like, yeah, your website looks great. Yeah, your blogs make sense. Which is kind of what you expect, isn't it? Yeah. Because, you, because you're doing your best, you know, and I think that's the same- But it's so- With clients. Non-productive, is it? Yeah. Just go like, keep on going, what are you doing? Like, well, we're not getting where we want to get. And yeah. instead, you know, someone says, you could improve this by doing this and this, then that's what I want to hear. I want to hear how to get better. Yeah. Not just like, yeah, you're doing really well, keep going. And it's a hard one, isn't it? Because there's always that balancing act. And there's a lovely lady who I've trained before who puts me in the group the other day, which you picked up on, who said, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best, but I could do so much more. And it's like, you're trying your best, but that doesn't mean that you're doing the best, if that's possible. So I can put in 100% effort into, into a training plan, into, into running, but that doesn't mean that I'm doing the best thing possible because my training plan might be off slightly. Yeah. So that's the, what we're looking for ultimately is to make sure that you're putting optimal effort into the right things. So it's not always about just how hard you're trying, sometimes it's about the direction that you're kind of pushing in as well. Yeah. I think it is a short one today, but it's just that, you know, as coaches ourselves, we're not afraid to see our weak points or see where we've got gaps. So to speak, you need film them. You need someone to kind of give you some, not give you some shit sometimes, but tell you it's not good enough. Because if you know, my our someone job, with a, a bigger skill set, someone with a larger knowledge base. Our, our jobs as nutrition coaches, if someone you know gives their food, it's I guess it's our duty almost to say what's wrong with it. And I think sometimes I feel bad saying to people, "This is quite a good day," but this is what you could do better. Mm. And sometimes people get frustrated and go, "Well, you know, this is good enough for me to lose weight." That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying 
there's more efficient ways of doing this. Like if there, if there are a hundred different ways to get from here to London, do you not want the fastest one? You don't want Google Maps to give you, you know, the top 20 and just say, well, this will get you to London. Yeah. You want the fastest route. You're paying for, for my advice. I'm not going to say to you, cut all of your calories because you'll lose weight really quickly. I'm going to give you the little tweaks I think that are, are possible. And the, the, my sign off is always, as always, this is entirely your call. I'm just putting the best option out there. And often I have to put that in because I'm worried about people getting frustrated. And I think that would be my message to any of my clients listening is I really do want the best for you. I want you to get the best results do, without any effort. Yeah, that's it. Like, obviously, the better results or the better you look, the better you, you know, results you get, the better we look and the better results that we get. The happier you are as customers. Like, I'm honestly not trying to piss people off. Yeah, and that's, that goes back to the dance, not a wrestle thing. Yeah. Sometimes like, it's like, I'm, if I'm saying... I'm holding my hand out here for a if dance. If I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> I've not got a boxing glove on. If I'm saying you've just sent me a, a, a recipe for low-carb granola, which has five sources of carbs in it and three sources of fats, that is not going to be the best option for breakfast for someone whose goal is fat loss. Now, you might enjoy it. And, you know, going back to that, I've kind of, it's our job to highlight potential issues. So I've got a client who's, you know, in the second week, the first week, we've dropped four pounds, massive weight drop. And then I said, look, you know, you're having four sources of fat in your porridge. You need to be conscious of that. And then they turned around and said, well, you know, I'm losing weight, so I'm going to keep on doing it. Like, cool. I've just got to make you aware of it because if a month down the line, you stop losing weight and I say, stop having four fats in your breakfast, then someone's going to go, well, it's not been a problem up until now. So it's our jobs as coaches, like I say, to point out potential flaws, potential issues, you know, things that are going wrong. And that is what I'm, what I'm sure we're going to get. Absolutely. It's an education that is saying, I could see this being an issue at some point, so I'm bringing it to your attention now so you can be aware of it. Yeah. Or if, if you start to put four fats into, you know, if someone has it with curry, it's really easy to do, isn't it? You know, you throw in a bit of coconut you know, some, milk, some oil or some coconut milk, some, some salmon. Yeah, exactly. And there's your four fats. It's easy. So it's just trying to make people more and more aware of these things. Um, and that's what we're paying for because we're at a point where we're fortunate enough to be able to afford it, just about. And it's something that's really important to us to make that progress because otherwise, you know, we could happily potter along and keep coaching the number of clients that we're coaching and have our office in, you know, in Leeds and everything would be nice. That's not kind of part of our bigger vision, I think. Well, it's definitely not part of my bigger no. vision. Um, so that's what we're, we're going to do to try and make ourselves better. Yeah, I think the direction and especially the accountability as well and the kind of the leverage of saying... <laughs> I'm so much better when I'm yeah, as well. everyone is. So we've got the accountability where we're going to have to check in with someone who's going to, you know, assign us tasks or whatever, you know, whatever it's going to be. And we've got this six-month time frame where we go, right, we've just spent five and a half thousand pounds. We need to make, obviously, more than five and a half thousand pounds back off this investment, which is going to, is the kind of leverage that's going to force us to work harder, to work smarter, to actually follow what he does. You know, it's very easy for me or Joe to read a book and go like, this sounds like a really good idea. And do fuck all with it because I've yeah. spent... Four ninety nine on a book, or ten ninety nine, or twelve, or whatever it is. Whereas you've got that investment, you've got that accountability, you've got that kind of forced deadline of we've got six months to make this work. We best make it work. Or we're burning down this office. No, we're not burning down the office. But you know, obviously, we've got big stakes in there. You know, much bigger than we're asking our clients to pound stake. Yeah, you know, it's so that it's just that return on investment, and that's kind of you know we see when we do a free challenge you get 500 people start it and 50 people finish it because it's free. Yeah. People just go, yeah, I'll do it, yeah, free, tick, never do it. Never get past day one. 
whereas you know you charge 150 pounds for three months of coaching or it's on sale virtually ever gets the end of it's on sale at the moment you know people are going to be more invested in that because you spent 150 pounds you want to get some return on that investment and that's kind of what we're doing so yeah i say we're not afraid to look at ourselves and go this is the skills that we're lacking who has these skills that we need who can we learn from let's pay them and then when that person says this isn't good enough it's, we're going to listen it's just hard isn't it i do fully understand this with clients why they can't, people get defensive because you're you're criticizing the decisions that they make and you know the decisions we've made with sustain and the things that we believed would work we had faith that would but they haven't worked as well as they could have done there must there must be a better option out there we have not taken the perfect path over the past four years no. there are, if we'd had 10 mentors they'd have got us here a lot faster obviously there's a cost limitation to that but that would be the pertinent point for me would be to to just kind of if someone gives you something you don't like when we had a, an opening talk with mr coles and he said i don't like your social media and my first thought was like oh like because i know james put so much work into it yeah but i knew he was gonna i said i even said to anthony who works for him i said i can't wait for him to shred our social media <laughs> but then it's and then that's the funny thing isn't it because if he'd said it to me i think i'd have gone cool how can i do it better but because it's you know, I don't know how you're going to... If I thought about it, I would have known that you'd have been would have been fine with it, but it's just... Well, that's, it, it's, it's hard. It's not nice to hear, is it? It's but one it's, of the reasons. Because then you go, winner. That's what we're paying for. Yeah, so obviously, you kind of being in an industry, we'd heard of him, and then I'd listened to a lot of his podcasts, and then the stuff he was saying was like, yep, yeah, we're guilty of that, definitely. Uh, and that's what kind of pushed us to get in contact with him, particularly, because a lot of the stuff he was bringing up in his podcast identified as potential problems for us like the kind of the brand the themes through all the social media all that kind of stuff so yeah cool good right guys so it's a slightly different podcast today but thank you very much for listening um we're excited about our next six months we're waiting for everything to change massively our now. journey uh, yeah and we look forward to you being part of it good yeah i don't know for my wife <laughs>